Love Under Fire, Chapter 32, How to Defeat Satan The great controversy between Christ and Satan will close soon, and the wicked one is increasing his efforts to defeat the work of Christ for humanity. His aim is to hold people in darkness and rebellion until the Saviour's sanctuary ministry is over. When people in the church are indifferent, Satan is not concerned. But when hearts inquire, what must I do to be saved? He is there to match his power against Christ and to counteract the Holy Spirit's influence. On one occasion, when the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, Satan also came among them, not to bow before the eternal king, but to carry forward his evil plans against the righteous. See Job chapter 1 verse 6. He is present when Christians gather for worship, working diligently to control the minds of the worshippers. As he sees the messenger of God studying the scriptures, he notices the subject to be presented. Then he uses his subtle skills and shrewdness so that the message may not reach those whom he is deceiving on that very point. The one who most needs to hear the warning will be urged into some business transaction or will be prevented in some other way from hearing the word. Satan sees the Lord's servant's burden because of the darkness that surrounds the people. He hears their prayers for divine grace and power to break the spell of indifference and laziness. Then with renewed zeal, Satan tempts people to indulge their appetites or gratify themselves, and in this way he dulls their perceptions so that they fail to hear the very things they most need to learn. Satan knows that all who neglect to pray and read the Bible will be overcome by his attacks. So he invents every possible diversion to occupy the mind. His right-hand helpers are always active when God is at work. They will describe the most earnest, self-denying servants of Christ as deceived or deceivers. Their work is to misrepresent the motives of every noble deed to spread doubt and arouse suspicion in the minds of the inexperienced. But we can easily see whose children they are, whose example they follow, and whose work they do. You will know them by their fruits. Matthew chapter 7 verse 16. Also see Revelation chapter 12 verse 10. The truth sanctifies. The great deceiver has many heresies prepared to fit the different tastes of those he wants to ruin. His plan is to bring into the church insincere, unconverted people who will encourage doubt and unbelief. Many who have no real faith in God agree to a few principles of truth and pass as Christians, and in this way they are able to introduce error as Bible doctrine. Satan knows that the truth, received in love, sanctifies the life. So he tries to substitute false theories, fables, another gospel. From the beginning, servants of God have opposed false teachers, not because they considered them vicious people, but because they taught falsehoods that were fatal to the spiritual life. Elijah, Jeremiah, Paul, firmly opposed those who were turning others from the word of God. The liberal mindset 
that thinks correct faith is not important found no welcome with these holy defenders of truth. The vague and inventive interpretations of Scripture and the conflicting religious theories in the Christian world are the work of our great adversary to confuse minds. The discord and division among the churches come mostly from twisting the Scriptures to support a favorite theory. In order to prove false doctrines, some take hold of passages of Scripture separated from the context. They quote half a verse as pointing to prove their point, when the remaining portion shows that the meaning is the opposite. With the wily deceit of the serpent, they take their position behind unrelated statements intended to please carnal desires. Others turn to figures and symbols, interpret them to suit their ideas with little care for the testimony of Scripture as its own interpreter and then present their erratic thoughts as the teachings of the Bible. The whole Bible a guide. Whenever people begin to study the Scriptures without a prayerful, teachable spirit, they will twist the plainest passages away from their true meaning. The whole Bible should be given to the people just as it reads. God gave the sure word of prophecy. Angels and even Christ himself came to make known to Daniel and John the things that must shortly take place. Revelation chapter 1 verse 1. God did not reveal important matters about our salvation in a way to perplex and mislead the person who is honestly seeking for truth. The word of God is plain to all who study it with a prayerful heart. By the cry, open-mindedness, people are blinded to Satan's deceptions. He succeeds in displacing the Bible with human speculations. People set aside the law of God and the churches are in slavery to sin while they claim to be free. God has permitted a flood of light to pour over the world in scientific discoveries. But if the word of God is not their guide, even the greatest minds become bewildered in trying to investigate how science and revelation fit together. Human knowledge is partial and imperfect. This is why many are unable to harmonize their ideas of science with Scripture. Many accept things that are only theories as scientific facts, and they think that they should test God's word by what is falsely called knowledge. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 20 Because they cannot explain the Creator and His works by natural laws, they consider Bible history as unreliable. Those who doubt the Old and New Testaments too often go a step further and doubt the existence of God. Once they let go of their anchor, they beat about on the rocks of unbelief. It is a masterpiece of Satan's deceptions to keep people speculating about things that God has not made known. Lucifer became dissatisfied because God did not share with him all of the secrets of God's purposes, and he turned his back on the things God had revealed. Now he tries to fill people with the same spirit and lead them also to ignore the direct commands of God. Truth rejected because it involves a cross. The less spiritual and self-denying the doctrines presented, the greater the favor with which people receive them, 
Satan is ready to supply what people want, and he palms off deception in the place of truth. This is how the papacy gained its power over the minds of so many. And by rejecting the truth, because it involves a cross, Protestants are following the same path. All who study convenience and popular opinion so that they will not be out of step with the world will be left to receive destructive heresies in place of truth. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 1 Those who look with horror on one deception will eagerly receive another. For this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. Dangerous Errors The lying wonders of spiritualism are Satan's most successful agencies. When people reject the truth, they become easy targets for deception. Another error is the doctrine that denies the deity of Christ, claiming that he had no existence before he was born into this world. This theory contradicts Jesus' own statements about his relationship with the Father and his pre-existence. It undermines faith in the Bible as a revelation from God. If people reject the testimony of Scripture about the deity of Christ, it is useless to argue with them. No argument, however strong, could convince them. None who hold this error can ever have a true understanding of Christ or of God's plan for our redemption. Still another error is the belief that Satan does not exist as a personal being, that the Bible uses that name simply to represent people's evil thoughts and desires. Some teach that the second advent of Christ is his coming to each individual at death. This is a deception to divert minds from Jesus' personal coming in the clouds of glory. By this means, Satan has been saying, Behold, he is in the secret chambers. Matthew chapter 24, verses 23 to 26, King James Version. And many have been lost by accepting this deception. Again, many scientists claim that there can be no real answer to prayer because this would be a violation of law, a miracle, and miracles have no existence. The universe, they say, is governed by fixed laws, and God himself does nothing against these laws, so they represent God as limited by his own laws, as if divine laws could exclude divine freedom. Did not Christ and his apostles work miracles? The same Saviour is as willing to listen to the prayer of faith today as when he walked visibly on the earth. The natural cooperates with the supernatural. It is a part of God's plan to grant us, in answer to the prayer of faith, what he would not give if we did not ask in faith. The Landmarks of the Word False doctrines among the churches remove landmarks that the Word of God has established. Few people stop when they have rejected just one truth. The majority set aside one after another of the principles of truth until they reject the Christian faith altogether. The errors of popular theology have driven many people to skepticism. 
it is impossible for them to accept doctrines that outrage their sense of justice, mercy, and kindness. Since the churches say that these are the teachings of the Bible, such people refuse to acknowledge it as the Word of God. Many people look distrustfully at the Word of God because it rebukes and condemns sin. Those who are unwilling to obey try to overthrow its authority. Many reject religion in order to justify their neglect of duty. Others, who love ease too much to accomplish anything that requires self-denial, acquire a reputation for superior wisdom by criticizing the Bible. Many feel it is a virtue to stand on the side of unbelief, skepticism, and irreligion. But underneath an appearance of honesty, they act from self-confidence and pride. Many delight in finding some in the scripture to puzzle the minds of others. Some at first reason on the wrong side just because they love a controversy. But once they have openly expressed unbelief, then they join with the ungodly. Enough evidence. In his word, God has given enough evidence of its divine character. Yet finite minds are inadequate to comprehend fully the intentions of the infinite one. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Romans chapter 11 verse 33. We can understand his actions and motives enough to see unlimited love and mercy united to infinite power. Our Father in heaven will reveal to us as much as it is good for us to know. Beyond that, we must trust the hand that is all-powerful, the heart that is full of love. God will never remove all excuse for unbelief. All who look for hooks to hang their doubts on will find them. And those who refuse to obey until every objection is gone will never come to the light. The unrenewed heart is in conflict with God, but faith is inspired by the Holy Spirit and will flourish as we cherish it. No one can become strong in faith without persistent effort. If people allow themselves to raise trivial objections, they will find doubt becoming stronger. But those who doubt and distrust the assurance of His grace dishonor Christ. They are unproductive trees that block the sunlight from other plants, causing them to droop and die under the chilling shadow. The life work of these people will always stand as a witness against them. For those who honestly want to be freed from doubts, there is only one course to pursue. Instead of questioning the things they do not understand, they should pay attention to the light that already shines on them, and they will receive greater light. Satan can produce a counterfeit that so closely resembles the truth that it deceives those who are willing to be deceived, who want to avoid the sacrifice that the truth demands. But it is impossible for him to hold even one person under his power who honestly desires to know the truth, no matter what the cost. Christ is the truth, the light which gives light to every man coming into the world. If anyone wills to do his will, he shall know concerning the doctrine. John chapter 1 verse 9, chapter 7 verse 17. The Lord permits his people to go through the fiery ordeal of temptation 
not because he enjoys their distress, but because this is essential to their final victory. It would be inconsistent with his own glory to shield them from temptation, because the purpose of the trial is to prepare them to resist all the attractions of evil. Neither wicked people nor devils can shut God's presence away from his people if they will confess their sins, put them away, and claim his promises. Every temptation, open or secret, they may successfully resist, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. Who is he who will harm you if you will become followers of what is good? 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 13. Satan is well aware that the weakest Christian who abides in Christ is more than a match for all the armies of darkness. For this reason, he tries to draw the soldiers of the cross away from their strong defenses while he waits in ambush, ready to destroy all who step onto his ground. Only when we rely on God and obey all his commandments can we be secure. No one is safe for a day or an hour without prayer. Plead with the Lord for wisdom to understand his word. Satan is an expert in quoting scripture, placing his own interpretation on passages in hopes of causing us to stumble. We should study with humility of heart. While we must constantly guard against Satan's deceptions, we should pray in faith continually. Do not lead us into temptation. Matthew chapter 6 verse 13.